Aaron Rodgers has yet to tell us his decision. Yet the Jets are making some pretty odd moves. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again on the show. And yes, we are we are going to do it. We are going to talk about Aaron Rodgers here on the show today. I thought we would have the news by now. I thought I wasn't going to have to do a episode surrounding the idea of when Aaron Rodgers is going to make his decision. I thought I was just going to let it rest and he would make his decision and we would do the show then. But there's just so much happening that leads us in the direction that Aaron Rodgers might be going to the New York Jets that we might as well talk about it here on the show today. And meanwhile, not a lot of big off-season free agency moves have happened. So let's go down the rabbit hole. But before we do that... Got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting. You're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to the website today. Use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BLEAV. That's B L E A V to receive your rewards. Bet Online where the game starts. I don't even know where to start. We know where the game starts. I don't know where to start this episode when discussing Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets and this entire situation. But I think we need to back up and understand how we got to this juncture. The expectation, I think, from everybody involved was that Aaron Rodgers would make his decision close to or right at the start of the free agency window. He said that he didn't want to hold a team hostage. He said that he didn't want to drag this out. He mentioned in the Aubrey Marcus podcast, you know, kind of talking about what Favre did and how Favre kind of dragged things out, and that's not the way he wanted to do things. And so the expectation after hearing all of that was that he would be doing things relatively quickly to allow his team to make the move to actually get him, whether it's the Packers or whether it's the the Jets, to make the move to get him and then be able to orchestrate all of the free agency around him. Well, we sit here a little after 1.45 on March 14th, the second day of the free agency window. The new league year opens tomorrow, and Aaron Rodgers has not made his decision. The Packers don't know. The Jets don't know. Nobody knows. At least that are, that is the indication of all the reports. The reports have also said that the Jets are incredibly uh, cautiously optimistic, cautiously optimistic that they are going to land uh, Aaron Rodgers and be able to move forward with this. And well, today we are starting to get the hints of pieces of information that tell us that the Jets might feel pretty good about that. We learned earlier this morning from Adam Schefter that the Jets were targeting and closing in on a deal with Alan Lazard to bring the former Green Bay Packer wide receiver to... um, the New York Jets. Randall Cobb's name came up. And just before I started the press record, I waited an extra 10 to 15 minutes to see if anything new would come in right after lunchtime. And Diana Rossini reported uh, from ESPN that Rodgers has provided the Jets with a wish list of free agents that he would like them to target and acquire per sources. It includes Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Mercedes Lewis, and Odell Beckham Jr. So that apparently is a list that has been given by Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets, not officially, probably through his camp and through uh, the whatever legal sources that they can do this through so that they can get this deal done. And there has been a lot of 
feedback, a lot of agita, I think, from Jets fans about the way that this is all going down, that not only do the Jets have to get the contract situation sorted out, not only do they have to trade draft capital to get Aaron Rodgers, but now another condition of acquiring Aaron Rodgers is you got to bring all Aaron Rodgers' friends with him that he wants you to be, he wants you to have on his team uh, for next season. And so when you look at it from that perspective, it can become a little too much. But the Jets, when Derek Carr, and then yesterday when Jimmy Garoppolo came off the board and went to the Las Vegas Raiders, the Jets were committed to seeing this through. They are committed to seeing this end with Aaron Rodgers be their quarterback for next season. Now, if Aaron Rodgers chooses to retire or chooses, I guess, to play for the Packers next season, although that doesn't seem like a likely option, then there's nothing the Jets can do about that. But the Jets at this juncture, if they're hearing from Aaron Rodgers that he wants to play there, but it comes with these conditions, they are not really in a position when you look at the state of the quarterback market and the state of where the Jets are as a franchise and the hot seat that Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are going to be under, they are not in a position to say no to those demands. So I'm not surprised that they're going down this road and even a guy like Randall Cobb might come into the building. Not even... I'm not surprised that Mercedes Lewis. I'm not surprised that this is the direction uh, that the Jets feel that they have to go in. Now, I will tell you, I don't think the Jets need any of those players. The Jets don't need an Alan Lazard. They don't need a Randall Cobb. They don't need a Mercedes Lewis. They don't need an Odell Beckham Jr. They don't. They've got a Garrett Wilson. They've got Elijah Moore. They've got two tight ends that they spent a lot of money on in the offseason last year and then tra- and then used a draft ca- selection to draft Jeremy Rucker. Again, Jeremy Rucker doesn't stop you from from getting an upgrade, but is Mercedes Lewis at his age an upgrade? And so that is kind of where I'm at with this, is that I can understand it from Rodgers' perspective, and I can understand it from the Jets' perspective of why they want to go down this road, but I don't think any of those players make the Jets better. Now, Odell Beckham Jr., that's, uh, you, I don't know, right? Back in the New York media, coming off of the injury, don't know necessarily what Odell's going to be able to provide, but clearly it feels very important for Aaron to play with Odell, somebody that he probably wants to play with. Now, the other part of this is very important. A lot of people are looking at this from the context and from the lens of that the deal's already agreed to, and these are the things that Rodgers wants in addition to him coming that the Jets are going to do. I would argue... I would flip this and kind of take it from an opposite, an opposite perspective. What if, and I don't know if I truly believe this, but I think it's a, it's a possible outcome. What if the Jets still need to do the final touches of convincing Aaron Rodgers and that these are the things that the Jets are going to do because they know Rodgers would like them to try to push him over the top to pick the New York Jets? That would be a very bad scenario to be in if you're the New York Jets, that you have not been able to get this over the finish line to convince Aaron Rodgers that he wants to be a member of the New York Jets next season, right? That's a, that's a pretty bold thing to, to have to say out loud, that we feel we have to do more to just convince him to come here without a guarantee. That is a potential outcome here. And then, listening to NFL Network this morning, Mike Garofolo mentions that the team's you know, the, the biggest holdup right now for, for everybody is that they need to work on the, the restructured contract and they need to work on the, the trade compensation. Well, I got to tell you, folks, that feels pretty important. That feels like two things that are, are pretty crucial to getting this deal done. Aaron Rodgers has a mo- massive contract with a massive bonus option that needs to be accepted pretty quickly after the, the Jets pick him up for next season if they are to make this trade happen. The trade compensation is a very important part of this. What if the Packers' asking price is really high? Everyone has been operating under the assumption that these two teams have been dealing in good faith and they have the basic frameworks of a deal. But with every new piece of reporting, it feels like that's not really the case, that Aaron Rodgers still hasn't made up his mind. It also maybe necessarily feels that the Packers and Jets are close, but they're not over the finish line and that there are some actual legitimate hurdles that could make this go even longer. So even if Aaron Rodgers tells the Green Bay Packers today that he wants to go to the New York Jets, 
To me, my interpretation, my reading of the tea leaves of all the information that we have gotten so far is that this would take a little bit longer for the Packers and Jets to work out two of the other things. And one of those things involves going back to Aaron and getting him to agree to a new contract. Now, in fairness to Aaron Rodgers, he has said it on McAfee. He has said it, uh, I believe, in other places that he understands that his contract would need to be restructured if he were to move on and go to someplace else. So he is very well aware that that is part that is one of the conditions of this move is that he would need to restructure his contract and it would need to look a little differently but that is still something that needs to get done and if it's not actively being worked on then time and effort needs to go into that and so we sit here on the second day of free agency and this is not done yet and it doesn't i don't see any real signs that it's close if the signs that it's close are that the jets are talking to other free agents that could potentially be linked to Aaron Rodgers i don't know if that's a big enough leap for me the cautious optimistic, the anxiously calm. These are the words that have been used to, you know, throw out uh, from the Jets building of how they feel about this. And again, I will go back to a point that I've made before. And when Aaron Rodgers does actually sign and make the, and this trade becomes official and this becomes a thing and we know the, the rework contract and we know the trade competition and we'll be able to break into all of that, you are going to hear me say something again, but I will say it again now for probably this is the second or third time. And I will say it again once the deal is finalized. This is a lot of work that the New York Jets are doing for a guy that while it makes them the most relevant that they've been in a very long time, and it puts them in the best position to, to succeed and be a legitimate playoff team and a potential AFC contender in a really long time, I still don't know if all of this agita, if all of this effort, if what is going to ultimately end up being given up here and the players are going to be brought in and the opportunities to players on the roster that the Jets do have that are they're not going to get those opportunities because Rodgers is bringing in his whole crew. I don't know if it's all worth it for a four, guy who's going to become 40 in the middle of the season and in the pecking order of the AFC. I will ask you this question now, and I will ask it again when the deal gets done. Where do the Jets fit into the power structure of the AFC? With the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals, considered at the top and then after that you've got a pretty good group of teams like the Dolphins like the Ravens if they have Lamar Jackson back the Chargers and Jaguars maybe the Browns it with a full season of Deshaun Watson the Broncos in the first year Sean Payton where do the New York Jets with a 40 year old quarterback an inexperienced coaching staff a team that is relatively young overall that is still kind of learning how to play as a team where do they fit in they might only be the third best team in their own division and it's going to be very it's very rare for a division to get three teams into the playoffs. That's the uphill battle that the Jets are climbing. It's why this move has always been weird to me. And you add on to that that you don't have a guarantee that Rodgers is going to play beyond this season. So you're doing all of this, you're putting in all of this work to give it one run and you might not even the you're not even the best team in your division. You might not even be the second best team in your division. And so I I you know I felt I'd owe it to the listeners of this show here that the the Jets fan here, you guys know that I'm a Jets fan, that I give you my thoughts of where I'm feeling on this as we go through this. And I've been relatively quiet about it. I haven't tweeted about it. I've talked a little bit about it in the TDN Premium Discord when people have asked. I've mentioned it here on the show as we've talked about it, you know, in passing at times. But it's just there is a lot of question marks that I have about this for what could potentially be one season. And we still don't know what the contract's going to look like. We still don't know what the trade competition is going to look like. And with all these moves at the wide receiver position, you know, my antennas go up and say, does this mean Elijah Moore, who wanted out in the middle of the season last year is going to potentially for you know be a part of any kind of deal that goes back to Green Bay that's going to change my tune on this a little bit and again 
Guy's going to be 40 years old in the middle of the season. And I know he had a thumb injury, and he still played well enough at the end of the season to let that team go on a run to have a chance. And so I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers does not make the Jets more relevant than they've ever been and put them in a better position than they've ever been. I will concede those two points to you. The Jets will have their best chance of breaking their playoff streak and being a legitimate contender that they've had in a long time. I just don't know how far up the ladder this actually gets them when you consider where they're going to stack up against the Chiefs, where they're going to stack up against the Bills, where they're going to stack up against the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Jaguars, all of these teams in the power order. Where do they stack up? With a 40-year-old quarterback and a roster that while, yes, it's, it is a good roster. It is a roster that is trending in the right direction. It is not a complete roster. There is still work to be done for the New York Jets in the draft. There is still work to be done in free agency outside of the the, the moves that, they, that Aaron Rodgers wants them to make. There is still work to be done. And so I will tell you, the moment Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the New York Jets, I will be rooting for Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets to have the most possible success that they can have in 2023. And I will be along for, for the ride. But that doesn't mean I'm incredibly skeptical of the path that we've taken to get here and incredibly skeptical of the path forward for this team to actually follow through on everybody's hopes and dreams and what everybody thinks this team could potentially be if they add Aaron Rodgers. I think there's important context to be had here. So felt like this was a worthy topic here today because there does appear to be some type of movement in some regard to this getting this getting a resolution. Um, I would say maybe sooner rather than later. Hopefully by the end of the week, this can all get sorted out and everybody can know uh, what ultimately is going to go on. But I felt it was it was uh, right to maybe check in and give you my thoughts uh, as a Jets fan on where I sit in on all of this because I was firmly in the Derek Carr camp uh, for a long time. Uh, still thought that was the best decision for this football team. I thought the pivot could be Jimmy G if Aaron Rodgers took too long. Kind of feel like Aaron Rodgers has taken too long, but Jimmy G's off the board. So the Jets are in a position now where they kind of have to see this through because with the 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 jobs that are probably at risk in that building going into next season, they need to make sure that they exhaust this to the point where Aaron Rodgers actually physically tells them no uh, and not assuming that he's going to tell them no. They have to actually wait for him uh, to tell them no before they even consider moving on. So that's where we're at. We'll continue to try to read any kind of tea leaves that we get from any kind of report in this regard. Uh, thank to, thanks to you for following along on this show, rating, reviewing, subscribing here with us, following along free agency and following along with the Aaron Rodgers journey. Thanks to Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. Hope everybody has a great rest of their Tuesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.